This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Welcome back to the, probably the last very special Christmas episode of Hey Bartender Podcast. I'm your bartender. I'm the dude. I'm the guy bringing the Christmas spirit. What can you? What can I say? I like the Christmas season. Uh, it's just one of those things where I can, uh, you know, have an excuse to be nice to people. Because most of the time I do need an excuse. But anyway, let's get started with the show. As usual, we've got to start off with a drink special. You know, I got this one from a Twitter account called The Tipsy Bartender. And if you love eggnog and you like white Russians, this one might be for you. So try this one out. First, you got to take yourself a normal bucket. Put a little bit of sugar syrup or whatever you use and around the rim of the glass. Take some crumbled up uh, candy canes. Put that around the rim. Fill up the bucket with ice. Put your normal vodka Kahlua, and then instead of using cream, you use eggnog mix. You know, it sounds kind of interesting. If you're into eggnog, uh, well, you know, adding the Kahlua and the vodka might actually change your mind if you're not into eggnog. Then again, it might ruin it for everybody. So, uh, be wise when trying to make this drink. Once again, it is called an eggnog white Russian. Uh, Thank you, Tipsy Bartender, for letting me know about that. And if you have any questions about any of the drinks or if you use the drink in your bar uh have somebody try it out send me an email tell me what they thought because i don't try all these drinks i don't have the time i don't have the money and so uh go out there try out these drinks email me dude at heybartenderpodcast.com let me know what you think of these drinks i'd love to tell everybody else to go out and try them if they are any good or if they're uh complete misses Anyway, I just uh, want to take a minute to thank the Brian Setzer Orchestra for their version of the Nutcracker Suite to start off our show tonight. I really like that version. I thought he did an awesome job. But anyway, people, this is probably going to be the last Christmas show of the year that I'm going to do for you guys, so I'm going to eat this up as much as I can. Uh, it is Christmas time. We are nearly there. What is it? Uh, two days before Christmas right, uh, right now? Uh, and... You know, uh, everybody's trying to get their shopping done as fast as they can and, you know, trying to find that perfect gift. And where are we? We're stuck in our bar because most of the places are closed right before we get off work. So what are we stuck with? Sometimes we have to go to the 24-hour drugstore like CVS or Walmart or even if we're that much more daring, 7-Eleven to get our perfect Christmas gift for the people we love. And, you know... Just by, because of the life we lead, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, to me at least. I mean, maybe you took my advice from that last podcast that I did and just went nuts over at the gift card section of your local supermarket and decided that your niece really needed to try Outback Steakhouse. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if they accidentally got that gift certificate outlet back Steakhouse... Uh, you can just play it off like you meant to do it the whole time. I won't tell anybody. But by now, usually when I used to bartend, the bar was usually thoughtfully decorated by one of my other servers or bartenders. And they went all out. They put tassel on every little thing. They hung ornaments from the ceiling. The place always looked beautiful every year when my friend Barb set us up. 
But the problem with it was uh, uh, the Christmas ornaments hanging from the ceiling was always a great idea. Made the place look look really festive, but ended up looking uh, ended up being like target practice for the people shooting pool. So. Uh, if you're one of those bars that has uh, Christmas ornaments and they haven't been destroyed yet, you might want to think about taking those down or at least getting them a little bit farther away from the pool table because, yeah, the guy might miss the shot and all of a sudden think, oh, I'm not going to miss that and just all of a sudden give it a whack and there's glass everywhere. You know, it happens all the time. But this show is just going to be a uh, simple Christmas stuff. I mean... You've already put up with all, all your customers going through the stress of the holiday season. Some people might be a little bit heartbroken because they're not going through their uh, the season the way they had hoped to that year. Some people might be thrilled because it's their first time going through the holiday season uh, the way they've always wanted to with new family members or whatever. And, you know, you got to be happy for those people. And uh, especially... For those people that are generous enough to give you that holiday tip. And I want you guys to remember on your last shift right before Christmas or hell, your first shift after Christmas. uh, Be extremely grateful to some of your customers out there who hooked you up for the Christmas season. I've been seeing on the Fraternal Order of Bartenders all over the place people posting pictures, their tips for the holiday season from their regular customers. And getting extremely generous amounts now, in my opinion, they're extremely generous amounts. I mean, when you tip 150%, come on, that is insanely generous. But remember, be nice to your customers and and they'll hook you up. And customers, you have got to earn being being nice to your bartender and your bartender being nice to you because, uh, you know, some of us aren't that easy to win over, especially me. I was never that easy to win over. But the, my customers always during the Christmas season, I'd see they treat me and my fellow co-workers a little bit better. I, maybe it's just because it was Christmas, everybody's in a good mood, and we, uh, we would always get a little bit extra and always, always be extra thankful for that. That's why I, I you know, I, well, this is like the fourth time I've told you about this. I uh, tried to give my favorite regular customers, I, I mean, well, they were all my favorite uh, when it came to regular customers, but there were certain regular customers that I knew took time out, out of their, uh, went out of their way to make sure I was taken care of when it came to doing, when it came to tipping. And I had customers give me an extra $20 on a $5 tab or uh, give me a Christmas present. That's why I came up uh, with that burn CD idea. Now with my fellow coworkers, like I told you, I gave them gift cards inside the uh, inside the burn DVDs. But the burn DVDs for my very regular, uh, very favorite regular customers, they just loved it. And you know, it was you know, and I think about it nowadays. And uh, Christmas gifts aren't really. Uh, custom anymore there were there was a period of time where people would take the time and make something think about something and true uh, that last year that i did it i made like 30 cds and they were all exactly the same all had the same artwork it just i made the cover look like um you know one of those gift tags you put on your boxes and i went to and then left that blank in case i forgot somebody because i left had like five or ten in the stack that left them blank because just in case I forgot somebody 
And then I could run back into the office, write their name down real quick, and then give it to them. And I was, uh, you know, it was almost a little uh, more rewarding to hear that they listened to it while they were opening presents that year for Christmas or the year after or the year after that. But Christmas presents really aren't that custom anymore. And burning CDs, as easy as it was back then, as easy it is now, if any, if you can find anybody with a decent CD player, it, uh, it just uh, became uh, it became something that they thought was from the heart. It became something that was custom made just for them. And I did break to some of them that it was custom made for them and. 29 other people. They didn't seem to mind. So you walk into the Christmas season and uh, you've put all this work in and you've uh, done everything you can. You made sure Santa Claus thought you did good that year, even though you might have done something to somebody's drink. Uh, Well, you know what? I was going to make a joke about uh, putting Visine in a drink, but uh, I've I posted earlier this year something about Visine uh, being used as revenge on a bad tipper. And a lot of people made me aware that Visine is no longer that uh, good of a weapon. That they took out the ingredient that causes people to have explosive diarrhea. So, but, you know, you might not have been 100% nice, but you still, hey, Santa Claus, I'm sure he's a little forgiving here uh, every now and then. So, you're working down to your last shift right before the, uh, the holiday season's over. You make sure that you thank your customers for the good tips. Thank your, uh, make sure you thank your fellow servers, your fellow bartenders. Always thank the cook. Come on, if it wasn't for the cook, you'd have to run into the kitchen and make all that stuff yourself. Now, who wants that? And plus, majority of the time, your cook is looking after you too. You may not think so when you're working behind the bar, but the cooks are actually key to everything. But let's sit, uh, sit back and think about this here. There are... All the bars that I ever worked at were always closed Christmas Day and Christmas Eve. But there were a few bars out there that stayed open Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. The full day. Uh, Everybody had to come in and uh, work a full... Well, skeleton crew came in and worked a full shift. And you would think, at least I did, that there wouldn't be that much business in the bar... On Christmas Day, everybody should be home spending it with their families. But there are some people out there who don't have families to spend Christmas with. Either they live too far away or they just don't have a family. And so you, you stay, uh, some people might sit back and think, well, I'm not going to work Christmas just because you know I've got family to spend time with. But that may actually be a big money day. Your customers are your family too, believe it or not. They think of you as family. You might hate their guts, but they think of you as family because they trust you. They like you. They You are a safe zone for them to go to, talk about whatever's on their pr- uh, mind, and get a good laugh, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I had one friend, uh, my friend Shannon Moore, she was on the podcast with me a, uh, a while back, and she used to work Christmas uh, Christmas Day, and she said it was a big money day. Because a lot of people uh, just wanted to go out to the bar and spend a little time. You know, maybe the bar even felt more like home than their actual home it did. I never asked her exactly uh, what type of customer was in there. Was it the single people? 
Was it the young kids that just wanted to get away from the family for a few minutes? You know, it, you know, what kind of, what kind of customer it was, but still she was open and she was there for her customers. And I'm pretty sure she didn't willingly want to be there, but uh, the owner that she had at the time insisted you are working on new on christmas day and there are people out and about on christmas day i mean still to this day i am completely flabbergasted that movie openings happen on christmas day and i sit back and think why would people go to a movie on christmas day everybody's at home everybody's uh i don't know is there football on christmas day i don't know but Ever, uh, I but there needs to be something out there for some of those people who are a little bit lonelier than others, or those people that just need a little bit of an escape. And if your bar is one of those bars that is open on Christmas Day, and you don't mind the shift, that happens to be you. You are the escape. You are the person that's going to make their Christmas that much better. Because otherwise, what would they be doing? Uh, staying at home watching TV, maybe drinking a 12-pack that they uh, had to try to their hardest to remember to buy the night before. Otherwise, you know, uh, they wouldn't be able to get it because the grocery store is closed and so is 7-Eleven. But it goes deeper than that, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. It's not just about getting drunk on any day of the week. It's about company. It's about family. It's about friends. You go to the bar and you... That's where you socialize. You can joke around with your friends. And maybe in this day and age of cell phone usage, you can get on uh, get on the horn real quick, send a text message saying, hey, I'm at this bar. Come and join me when you're done with the family or you're sick of the family or something like that. And they'll swing by, have a drink or two with you. And that makes it all much better. I mean, because the, the bar is a place where people commingle in fluids you know like beer wine and if you thought of anything else good for you but the you know that's where a lot of people's family and friends are and you know they don't want to invite them over to the house they didn't decorate the house they didn't do anything for christmas but the good place to know that where the family and friends people that you consider family at least and your friends are is your local watering hole that you frequent and it, it provides you uh, if you have to work on the holiday it gives them an comfortable feeling otherwise they would have been alone they would have just uh, done nothing that day Christmas day would have been nothing but just another day maybe sit and watch the kids out playing with their new toys or bikes or something like that on Christmas morning. Uh, but, and, you know, they make a few phone calls, wish their mother a Merry Christmas, or their kids call them, wish them a Merry Christmas because they're on the other side of the world. And But inevitably, they're stuck sitting there alone. Your customer, I'm sure, no matter who they are, if you feel like you're working too hard, you're working too much because you have to work that shift on Christmas Day. Your customer comes in and absolutely loves you for it because they have a place to go where they are comfortable, where they feel welcome.
But I'm sure all of you bartenders and servers out there do notice that there are a lot of things that happen during the Christmas season. Some people are come out a little bit nicer than usual. And it's just a good, you do get that good Christmas feeling when you're behind the bar and you see everybody getting along. You don't necessarily have to hook them up with a special Christmas drink in order to have that good feeling. Everybody's smiling, everybody's making friends. Even if they're not that good of friends, they're more accepting of each other inside the bar. Yeah, there It is something about this time of year. Maybe it's just because it's cold out. Well, some areas of the world it's not that cold, but maybe it's just, it's, um, it kind of forces us all together, and uh, we're just happy to have uh, family and friends. I don't know. Uh, that's me getting a little over sentimental. Oh, I, I was wondering, did anybody help, uh, have a good company Christmas party this year? Because, uh, you know, sometimes if your boss is ultra cool, they do have a uh, company Christmas party in order to thank you for the good year or whatever, something like that. And, uh, I, I remember, uh, one year we had a Christmas party and they basically closed down the bar for Christmas Eve and Christmas day. So nobody had to work, but they encouraged us all to come into work anyway, have the Christmas party there at work and, uh, have a big gift exchange. Now the thing that I found funny, even I, uh, fell victim to it. Uh, we all gave each other, or when it came to the big gift exchange, it was one of those things, you know, where uh, you pick one box out and if somebody wants to steal it, they can, then you got to pick out another box and you know, that whole stealing crap. And I, uh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I, when we were out uh, looking around, me and my friend Shannon were out looking around for gifts for this big gift exchange. We were like, what do we want to do? And I, I won't call it do the moronic thing, but uh, back in the time of uh, VCRs and VHS tapes, I thought it would be funny to give the movie cocktail, you know, throw that into the pile and see what happens. And, uh, but everybody else had the same ideas going on. I mean, I remember seeing there was a cocktail shaker that was in that set. There were those little chocolate whisker chocolate liquor bottles that people keep regifting. I think that's probably the second most regifted item uh next to uh next to fruit cake in today uh, today's day and age. But uh yeah, we uh we did all that sort of thing. I don't even remember what I got that year, but we all basically goofed off and uh, hung out behind the bar and told jokes to each other. It was kind of interesting also because one of the servers they uh she and her husband showed up and they drove up in an insanely expensive car and i sat back and thought now i know they don't own that and but you it was one of those moments where i sat back and thought you know you're around friends colleagues even who are you trying to impress you know because we spend more time with you than you probably do your own family. And, but I guess it was important to them to drive up in a really ultra fancy car, but it didn't do anything to the festivities. It didn't, uh, piss anybody off. We just saw this car drive up and went, what the hell? All right. Oh, well, who wants another drink? (laughs) And, but my favorite Christmas party, uh, of all time, I, I mean, I had, tons of Christmas party, especially when I was, uh, 
uh, well, the big Christ- biggest Christmas party I ever did, I was a banquet bartender for a hotel. But that party, for some reason, was not nearly as interesting as the Christmas party that we had. Uh, in Portland, they have a tourist thing. Not really a tourist thing, but there's this thing called the Sternwheeler. I think it's still there. And they hold banquets, parties, and it's on a Sternwheeler boat i mean uh you know they got a full bar in there dance floor and our bar owner and his partner brought all the bars that they own for one night put them on that boat and we just all danced and grooved it was uh just you know drink a lot it was a lot of fun and we also ran up probably not insane tab but not exactly uh, not exactly sane tab somewhere in between there, maybe flights of fancy tab, uh, when it, on his credit card. And there was just a lot of dancing. There was a lot of drinking. Even at one point I had never seen this before, but everybody jokes about it. One of my colleagues actually got up on one of the tables and started dancing. And I'm, uh, and to me that was like, Oh, Oh shit. That actually does happen from time to time. <laughs> And other friends wanted to jump up on tables and join her, but immediately the owner of this, uh, or one of the people that ran that party uh, for us, she jumped out and says, please tell her to get down on that table. It cannot support human weight. Believe me, I know. The part where she said, believe me, I know, cracked me up the most because that meant she had experienced it. And <laughs> it wasn't like... It wasn't like she had seen it before. It wasn't anything like that. It was she knows it can't support human weight because she had actually tried it. Still to this day, it makes me laugh. But then, you know, after all the festivities were over, everybody, we all had to head home. Of course, I was the designated driver for the evening because I don't drink. That's, you know, when you don't drink, you're automatically a designated driver. No ifs, ands, or buts. You will be asked to go to the party, begged even, if you say, you know what, I'm just going to blow this off. No, they will beg you. They will convince you. We will not have fun unless you show up because they need a designated driver. Ah, It never mattered that much to me uh, uh, because, you know, at least my friends get home safe. That's, you know, big deal. So I end up uh, being the designated driver, and I'm going to tell you this story. I'm not going to tell you my friend's name just because uh, uh, it'll embarrass her. But she, if she's listening to this show, she will know. And Because we were in downtown Portland. We had to drive all the way, uh, like 30 miles south to Wilsonville uh, to get everybody home. And on the way back, she decided that, well, her and her husband were sitting in the back seat. Me and Shannon were sitting in the front seat. And she decided that she wanted to sit up front with Shannon and all, all of a sudden started really grooving on the idea that she was riding in a car backwards. She you know, just every once in a while would, show, would announce, I'm riding backwards. And let me warn you people right now, riding backwards in a vehicle when you're uh, pretty drunk, not the greatest of ideas uh, because your mind has a little bit of trouble trying to grasp onto that. I say only a little bit of trouble just because uh, my friend didn't throw up, but I'm sure she thought about it. And uh, it, but it was still fun nonetheless. 
Before we move on to today's musical act, I just want to tell everybody, uh, one of the members of Fraternal Order of Bartenders has set up a GoFundMe account for another uh, Fraternal Order of Bartender member, Chantal Hyde, uh, uh, to help with her cancer treatment. I've talked to Chantal a little bit. I hope to have her on the show soon, uh, sometime soon in the beginning of the year. Uh, what she needs right now is a little bit of help from all of her fellow bartenders. If you go hunt down Trident PT in Facebook and check out his Kickstarter fundraiser to help Chantal with her cancer treatment, donate your money today. They're just looking for $5,000 to help her out and help her family. She's got some really cute kids and she could use all the help. So once again, go hunt down Trident PT uh, for his GoFundMe for Chantel Hyde to help with her cancer treatment. Every little bit helps, people. You know what? For this week's musical guest, I'm going to uh, go off the books a little bit. Usually I like to uh, have somebody on that uh, independent artist, but, you know, I'm just going to play one of my favorite Christmas songs that I've always listened to. This next song that we're going to play on Hey Bartender Podcast is a song from Harry Connick Jr. And the song is called I Pray on Christmas.
Once again, that was I Pray on Christmas by Harry Connick Jr. from his album Harry for the Holidays. That is just a really, really good Christmas album. If you don't know it, I totally suggest you go download it or buy it, however you listen to your music nowadays. But go get the album. It's a great Christmas music, uh, Christmas album uh, just to have on while you're spending time with the family. Anyway, people, it is last call. Last call for alcohol. Yes, this is the end of the Christmas uh, episode of Hey Bartender Podcast. I want to thank everybody who's helped me out this year, keeping this podcast up and going. And, you know, you guys are all awesome. And just, uh, you know, I like doing this podcast and I'd like to help, uh, like it to keep going with a little bit of help. If you have any stories, you want to be on the show, uh, just email me, hey, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com or visit heybartenderpodcast.com, the website. We got t-shirts, we got bottle openers. Help support the show by picking up your t-shirt today. And also, remember guys, uh, uh, Trident, Trident PT has set up a GoFundMe account for Chantel Hyde for help with her cancer treatment. We've lost a lot of bartenders this year from cancer and we don't need to see another one. And she, uh, I'm sure her and her family would greatly appreciate the help. Geez, how am I going to follow up uh, for next year? Well, if you people are good, uh, maybe we'll have a big episode on watching people on their new year's, uh, new year's walk of shame. Isn't that the funniest idea you ever heard of? So, that's it for Hey Bartender Podcast, and just because of the holidays, I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Festivus, uh, I don't know what other, what other holidays are out there. Well, if you don't celebrate the holiday at all, uh, have a good day, I guess. And all of you, no matter what, just remember, lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and remember, don't take any shit from anybody. Merry Christmas, everyone. Good night.